You know those creepy Russian dolls with layers where you've got this big doll and then you take its head off and there's another doll and you take the bottom off and then you take the head off the next one and it's like an onion, right? You just keep peeling back these layers to eventually reveal something tiny. I'm going to explain why Russian dolls are one of the keys and secrets to growing a successful company. And specifically, I'm going to explain how you can use the idea of what a Russian doll is to solve big problems in business and alleviate lots of stress and basically grow whatever you're trying to grow. My name's Charlie Morgan. I've built and scaled two companies, a marketing agency called Northflow Consulting to Seven Figures, which I sold. And I run Imperium Agency, which is a multi-seven-figure coaching business that teaches people how to systemize client acquisition um, and make client acquisition easy. The, the goal of this YouTube channel is to make client acquisition easy for marketing agencies, coaches, consultants, anyone who's trying to acquire clients. So Russian dolls are pretty fucking freaky and scary by appearance. I don't really like them, but they serve as an incredible metaphor. And if you understand the metaphor and how it applies to problem solving in business, you can move really far ahead. So if you think about what starting and growing a business is, if you try and actually define starting and growing a business, it's kind of hard to do that. Really, a successful business is just a aggregation of solutions. And what I mean by that is that for you to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, all you have to do to establish that identity and manifest a company that produces money and profit, all you have to do is learn how to solve a series of problems in typically a linear fashion that if solved properly will culminate and bind together to produce a business. And if you don't believe me, then all you've got to do is look at your company and what's stopping you from growing right now. It's probably a problem. It's like when you start a pick a marketing agency, for example, or a coaching business or anything like that, the first problem you have to solve is like the problem of finding people you can reach out to, or even the problem of how do you decide who to reach out to? What niche do you pick? What services do you provide? These questions present themselves as questions, but are actually problems that we need to solve and learn to solve. This video is more specifically tailored towards solving more macro-based problems for existing businesses as opposed to how to start a new one, but it will be useful for you if you're still starting. So we know that a business is a an aggregation of solutions, right? And so how do we arrive at a solution? Well, we have to basically define the problem and then, and then proceed to solve it. But the interesting thing about problem solving is everyone thinks that Problem solving is all about the solution, but really definition is almost always synonymous with solution. And if you can get to the bottom of what the problem actually is and the problem you're trying to actually solve, then it's much easier to solve. So I'm not sure which scientist it was. I think it was Einstein or Newton, but they were recruited as saying that if they had an hour to solve a problem, they'd spend like 59 minutes defining it and one minute solving it. I don't, that's probably butchered, but the point is, is that a very intelligent person said that if they were given a gnarly problem to solve, they'd spend 80 or 90% of the time actually understanding the nature of the problem, thinking critically about what it is, why it exists, and how it's come to fruition, and defining like, what am I actually solving here? They define it and then they proceed to solve it because what we often find with problems in business is they're really chaotic and messy and hard to handle and tackle because of the nature of being messy. It's quite problematic, pardon the pun. So how do we solve this problem? Well, we look at problems like Russian dolls, right? So let's say that right now in your company, you have a problem with client acquisition, which might be why you've subscribed to this YouTube channel. And the problem you have is being able to predictably and repeatedly and sustainably acquire clients for your company so you can make money. And that's the problem you're facing. Now, the problem with that problem, right? it's a problem within a problem, the meta problem here is that it's too large of an issue for you to solve 
solve. So when, when someone comes to me and says, Charlie, I, I can't acquire clients. I've got this massive problem of not being able to make money or, or get clients. It's like the first step to solving the problem of client acquisition is definition, right? And it's imperative that you know how to do this and think critically because how do you go ahead and tackle client acquisition as a problem? Like I, I, I nobody can. You have to break it down into its into its micro. So this is an important lesson in critical thinking because you've got macro and you've got micro, right? So macro is the big thing and micro is part of the big thing. So for example, in like, I don't know, in history, you've got wars, right? Like a war, World War One, World War Two, hopefully not World War Three, right? The war is the macro, right? How do we win a war? Well, that's a very hard question to, to answer. The pr- problem you could propose is we've got this war, how do we win it? But you've then got to realize that a war is a composition of individual battles and it's the aggregation and culmination of all of those battles that constitutes the premise that is war, right? And so instead of asking, how do I win a war? You ask, how do I win a battle, right? And then it then comes to the question of, well, how do you win a battle? And that then becomes, once again, it's still a pretty tricky thing. Like it's not an easy, you can't, there's no just answer like that. So then the, you might bring it back down to what's a battle? Well, it's a series of fights over a period of days or weeks, right? And then you might be like, okay, well, how do I win a battle? Well, okay, I just need to win today, right? And it's like, well, what would a win today look like? Or well, maybe we advance on the enemy by 10 yards. And that's how you win a war. It's by it's by looking at the war as a macro, right? And seeing it as this big, big thing, right? And then inside of the war, you've got battles. And inside of each battle, you've got days or weeks. And inside of days, you've got minutes, right? And then you have to, all you have to do, it gets very easy to solve the problem of how do you win a war when you break it down into all of its core components and you look at them on an individual basis and then you solve them because it's easier to solve what you're going to do in the next minute than what you're going to do in the next 10 years. And this is also a good lesson in personal progress and development. People don't know how to answer the question of the problem. What do you want your life to look like in 10 years? Well, fuck. Who the, how the hell are you supposed to know the answer to that? It's very hard to have the foresight to do that. But if you could tell me, what would you like your life to look like in the next week or tomorrow? What would you like to do tomorrow that would make you feel like your life is making progress? You could probably answer that question. And so when you realize that a 10 year time frame is basically just like what happens in 10 years really is just the the aggregation of everything that happens every minute of every day and every decision you ever make. It then gets really easy to change your life in 10 years by changing your life to, today. And that's how we invert big problems. So how does this come back to creepy China dolls, right? Russian dolls. You have to sort of realize that problems have layers to them. And what looks like this massive, nasty, gnarly, like, business breaking issue in your company might actually be something small. So what I mean by this is let's say you come to me and you say, Charlie, I'm, I'm struggling with client acquisition. I've got a massive problem in my business and I cannot acquire clients to save my life. What I would then start doing is asking why. So there's a method of thinking called Socratic reasoning, which basically revolves around asking why until you get to an answer that cannot be further questioned or disputed, which means you found the first principle of the problem you're trying to face. If, if someone came to me and said, Charlie, I can't get clients. I'd say, well, why? And then their answer would probably be just as jumbled, but maybe 5% less jumbled. It's like, oh, it's just because I'm I'm really struggling to get in front of the right people. And it's like, all right, so now we've gone from the problem being you can't get clients to being put in front of the right people. So just by asking why once, we have cleared the water slightly. So you imagine like, a problem in its macro form, like how do you win a war or what do you want to do in the next 10 years or how do you acquire clients? Imagine it's like you're looking into like a puddle and when you ask a question that's really broad and macro, it's like the puddle is all murky. And when you ask why, 
what happens is the puddle just clears up slightly. Not by much, because you know it's a gradual process, but it just clears up slightly. You can you you, you still can't see through it. But you're starting to realize you can you can see, maybe see the shape of the bottom of the puddle. It's just starting to get a little bit clearer. Not much. So then you say, okay, well I can't get put in front of the right people. And then you say, well why? Right? And then you have the answer, which could be something like, like oh I just I just feel like nobody in my niche is, is listening to me. I feel like then you know I'm not I'm not getting any responses. Now this is where it gets a bit clearer because now it indicates the problem is we're away from acquiring clients we're away from getting in front of the right people and now we've got to get getting responses so now we're getting closer to a definition of what the problem actually is we're taking the big russian doll and we're taking the head off and then we're seeing like another russian doll that's still big but a little bit less big and we're taking the head off and now it's a little bit smaller but it's still big and then we're going to keep going and keep going with the question why and so you know why well why aren't you getting responses it's like i I don't know i just can't seem to like you know get get the the oomph to send the emails like i'm really struggling like i've every time i do emails like i never get any responses and it makes me really like anxious so I, I end up just not sending as many as I should and it's like okay so this is where it starts to become clear because it, it no longer is about and this this might not be the case for you this is a generalized example that I have doubts will be universal for everyone watching the channel but then we start to define a client acquisition problem as a mindset problem. So we ask why enough times to realize that this person is just struggling with anxiety and motivation issues to, to actually send outreach and it's like well okay well, why is it making you anxious, right? And then they'll tell us. And then like, eventually what we realize eventually is the whole problem of client acquisition just comes down to something like a fear of rejection stemming out of them being like rejected by their crush when they were 11 or something like that. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's that's really how this stuff works. But to give a slightly more tangible example, you know, let's say that, you know, I'm Charlie, I'm really struggling to get clients. Why? I'm just, I'm doing these sales calls and they're just they're really not converting. Why? Well, you know, I just feel like I haven't got the right lead quality. Why? You know, I get these prospects and they're on the phone and then they say they want to think about it and I just feel like they're not the right prospects for me. Why? I just want prospects that are motivated and, and can just buy from me immediately. Why? Uh, I just, I because I struggle to sell anyone that isn't motivated. Why? Um, because I've only ever done 10 sales calls in my life. Why? Oh, because I, I don't book enough sales calls to actually have any practice. Why? Well, I got the email copy that I'm using. I got it from a 997 course and it, I've been using it for like a year and it just doesn't seem to work. Why? Um, because I've never learned how to, to, to properly write copy before. And also like, I don't, I'm not very confident in my abilities to understand my niche. So I can't craft like copy that would make them respond. Why? Oh, because I've never really like actually thought about my niche and, and what, what they need. Why? Oh, I, I don't know, because I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> you can sort of see, like, when the, the further down you go, you want to keep asking why until you don't have an answer anymore. And then when you when you can't answer the why, you know you're at the bottom or very close to the bottom of the problem. And we can we can extend this all the way from someone saying they've got a client acquisition problem, all the way down to them just not understanding the niche well enough to write email copy that resonates with that niche. So what we can then do is we can realize how definition is by extension solution because it's a lot easier to solve a misunderstanding of your niche than it is the whole macro problem of client acquisition. When you can learn to think like this, you get very far ahead in in your business because you can't, how how the hell do you solve this big pile of complexity, which is, I can't get clients. It's like, well, okay, like, how do you get clients? And then people are like, I think I just, I don't know, I think I just need like this this copy or I, I know if I just have... If I just have this one, like if Charlie just tells me exactly what to say when someone says they want to think about it on a sales call, I will not have the problem anymore. And it's like, no, 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 you're looking for shiny objects like 
an e-piece of email copy or a subject line or an email script or some ad creative. Like if, if you think that one little thing will solve your entire business, you are sorely mistaken. If you think that, you know, a piece of copy or if you think that <clears throat> like Charlie's Loom script will, will fix your entire business, you are fundamentally wrong because it's extremely rare for an object to fix a business, right? Because what you have to realize is that, yeah, sure, the object can fix the problem in the short term, but you need to be able to produce the object. The problem is you, right? And that's really like what business all boils down to is 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 you. And so I wanted to make this video because a lot of people struggle with big problems in their life and in their business. And what we've got to realize is you can just rush and dole it. <laughs> you can just keep asking why and keep peeling it away. And then you're left with this problem that might still be tricky to solve, but at least you then can, you know, divert your, you know, billions of neurons and years of experience specifically to that problem. Because you've got to realize like you're a human, you're pretty intelligent, you've got the capacity to learn, you're very capable and you've got, you know, billions of, of neurons and neural networks in your brain that you can channel and dedicate onto one thing. So if it's something small and something easy to solve, like, oh, I just don't understand my niche. All right, well, we can we can fix that. And then if you fix that, you fix the, the, the slightly bigger problem and then you fix the slightly bigger problem, you fix the slightly bigger problem so on and so forth. So back to the example earlier, if you don't know what you want to do in 10 years, maybe see if you can define what you want to do tomorrow. And then once you know what you want to do tomorrow, then maybe be like, okay, well, if I did that every day, then what would I look like in a month? And then, okay, if I did that every month, what would it look like in a year? And if I did that every year and every month and every year for every day, then what would I be doing in five years? And then if I was at that position in five years, what would I then want? And you can see how like, it's just reverse engineering, it's inversion. Thinking is more profitable than shiny objects. So that's everything. Um, if you are struggling to acquire clients and if client acquisition is hard for you, click the first link in the description because we make client acquisition easy and we're very fucking good at it. So if you click that link in the description, it will explain how we do that and some results we've got. We don't have to click it. I don't really mind, but hell, it might be the best thing you do. If you enjoyed the video, please subscribe. Like if you liked it. There's a button. You can literally just click it and give some good feedback. And um, if you have any video ideas, just comment them below. I'll see you in the next one. Have a good day.